0: You could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. So much, Haley, that I didn't know about my kids, right? Like sometimes they're just kind of there and we're going through the motions. Uh, but by taking them out of the team atmosphere and spending time with them one-on-one out of their environment, golly, I'm learning so much about these kids I didn't know. It's really been spectacular.
1: No, I'm, sure, I'm sure. You know, one of the things that I, well, first of all, I have to tell you a funny story. I just took took my daughter to the bus stop and she takes a, a bus to school and um she texts me and she says, hey, mommy, do you know who Coldplay is? I love when they, they, they <laughs> this it's like. I love that. A couple years ago it was, Mommy, have you ever heard of the movie Grease? <laughs> but anyway, she says, I don't know who Coldplay is, but I know that they just released a new song with BTS, <laughs> which is her favorite, like, you know, Korean K pop boys band. But anyway, I was I've been going through my photos. So I don't know about you guys, but since, you know, the age of digital photography, I have like, I don't know, 50,000 photos in my phone, no joke. And so a couple of months ago, I decided it's such a tedious task to go through it all and, and decide what you want to save and what you want to delete. But I made a commitment to myself that I was just going to pick one month and just scroll in a month and I was just going to delete whatever I didn't want. And I was just going to go through it and go through it and go through it and go through it and go through it until I was tired of going through it. So I did it every day for a couple of months. And I got down to, I think maybe like 12 or 13,000 photos in my phone right now. But, um, so I still have some work to do, but, I, but it was really fun because I was starting to pull up all of these different memories that had happened over the last decade. And sometimes I would pull up a photo, like Glenn say, I might be scrolling and I see a photo of you and me hanging out at my house. And then I can send you the photo and I could be like, do you remember this? right? But one of the things that I started finding was these incredible photos of obviously me and my family and me and my daughter, Madeline, who just turned 12 and in the beginning of really getting my business going i did a lot of travel for well i I still am i guess i still am but when when in the beginning she was young and she wasn't in school yet so since i was flying so much and i was using southwest as an air as an airline in the beginning i got a companion pass list, whatever. And so I just decided to just take her on pretty much every trip with me. Like, why not? She could pop on the flight for free with me and we would just go wherever. And we did so much travel together. So I've been looking through as I was clearing, I was looking through all of these photos and I'm like, that's when Madeline and I went to Denver airport and our flight was six hours late to get to Buffalo. And we hung out in the airport all night and we like shopped and we bought new Disney backpacks and you know, it's just so fun to like bring up those memories and just see not only what they look like, but have all of those little instant memories from every single photo that was in the phone. So you're doing such a great job over there and you're just going to have so much fun. And it's, it's so great to look back on all of that stuff at later. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. So anyway, I, um, I wanted to talk to you guys today about, um, one of my favorite business tips, which is actually the tip of gratitude. They probably didn't expect me to say that. <laughs> and I had an incredible week with I was just in Orlando. I was just saying that I I, I really did probably see Glenn in passing because I, I flew into Orlando on Saturday night super late and it was very late. So I actually just literally stayed in the hotel that was in the airport right there. I don't know if you noticed it Glenn but there's like a I think it's a Hyatt, but it's it's literally in the center of Orlando Airport. Totally. And so you, come out of security and you can just go up the elevators. And I was there. And then you have these views from the windows in the airport, like down into the airport. So I was probably there while you were leaving on Sunday morning. And um, I was there because I was spending a few days with my now good friend, Stu McLaren, who is literally taking his kids to school right now. Um, but he said he would pop on at the half hour. So just give him a little reminder and hopefully he'll be here shortly or maybe even sooner. And the reason I know Stu, I want to tell you a story about how I know Stu. And then I want to tell you kind of what we did over the last couple of days and how this sort of brings back to the topic of gratitude. Um, but I, I love going to events. For me, since I'm an entrepreneur, I work from home, and I'm just, I'm, I'm looking around my house right now and my husband's out of town. He's actually in San Diego. My daughter's in school and my other daughter's in college. And so I've got this big house to myself right now, but I'm looking around and it's awesome and I love it, but it can be lonely, like sitting here in your home, in your desk. Even if you have other children at home, it can be lonely sitting here by yourself all day. You don't have that interaction. And no matter how many Zoom screens you're on, it's just not the same thing. It's like literally human interaction. So for me, one of the things that keeps me inspired in my business and moving forward every day is making sure that I'm showing up in front of other people, whether it's like to present myself or whether it's just to be a a person in the audience and listen and and fill myself up. And I know Glenn, you're going to be doing that in November in, uh, in, in Kentucky. So I'm excited for everybody who's going to your event, but I really encourage you guys to do things like that because I can be feeling like, eh, you know, like, meh, like things are good, but they're just, eh, you know, and you just go and you get in front of other people and that energy really lights you up. So flashback a couple years ago, I was at an event that Amy Porterfield was speaking at and you guys know her because I brought her on. Well, you probably know her anyway, but I brought her on as a, um, as an interviewee a couple weeks ago. She's phenomenal. And it was in San Diego and I was in the audience and I was listening and she brought up this keynote speaker who I had never heard of before. His name was Stu McLaren and he got on the stage and he started talking, he started telling a story. I don't, for those of you flashing your mics, if you do know Stu, he's one of the best storytellers I've ever met in my life. Like really one of the most entertaining guys I've ever met just tells a story so well. Do any of you guys know who he is? Yeah. Yep. So he gets on the stage and he starts talking about how he met his wife, Amy, not Amy Porterfield, but his wife, Amy. And there was an actual, he does such a great job of really designing it back to the key point of his presentation. Cause it wasn't just like, Hey, he was telling us about how he met his wife, but he was really talking about how to actually launch a product. <laughs> and there was such an amazing correlation and theme about how he showed up to um, for the pre-launch runway of his engagement with his relationship to literally how you launch a a digital product. And so he spoke and he had like an hour segment on stage. And when he was finished, I went out into the hallway. I mean, my mouth was just like wide open the whole time. I was just so entertained and it was amazing just to listen to him. And I went out in the hallway, and I was like, somebody tell me what he's selling because he didn't make one pitch from the stage whatever he's selling, I want to buy it. Like I want to be part of it. I want to do whatever he's doing. And so I walked into the hallway and he actually was doing some type of, he and his wife, Amy have a charity component to their, to their business and it's called Village Impact. And they build orphanages for children in Kenya. It's a huge part of who they are is their impact, is their impact in the world. And they're giving back. And what he was doing was he was he was donating his time for, I think it was three days up where he lives in Canada, outside of Toronto. And you could go spend those three days with him, like in a mini mastermind. And the price of that, I think it was like $5,000 for the three days. And the entire $5,000 went to the Village Impact. Like he wasn't personally taking any money for his time, but he was donating it back to his cause. So I was talking to the people behind the booth and then a woman walked uh, out in front of me and she introduced herself as um, Shanna. And some of you guys might know her from that app as well. And I didn't know her, but she knew me because coincidentally, she had been in the doTERRA essential oils business for a while. And she knew who I was from the business. And she walked up and she's like, oh my gosh, Haley, I've been dying to meet you. I, I, I didn't know you were here. And I just had this like gut sense that I needed to introduce you to Stu. And so, you know, when that happens, it's like, I'm thinking like, how can I meet Stu? And then somebody else walks back and she's like, I need to introduce you to Stu. And so we're talking and she said, and I I was, I was talking to her about the village impact thing. And she's like, what you really need to do is you need to be part of his mastermind. He has a very exclusive mastermind. There's 30 people or less in it at any given time. And I want to introduce you to see if it's a good fit for the two of you. And so she introduced me to Stu and we spent, I don't know, 30 or 45 minutes talking. And then we spoke the following week and we did like his official interview that he does with people. And I was just, hands down, I was in. And so it's been a couple of years. I've been in the group right now. And his mastermind is all about memberships. And I realized like my entire business is about memberships. Like anything that we're selling these days that is a recurring fee over and over again, doesn't have to be a Netflix membership. It's literally like somebody comes into my doTERRA essential oils business, they purchase like I want to get them on some type of recurring order every single month. That's a membership, right? But what I also noted was that any time that somebody joins like one of my courses or anything that I'm doing in the online digital space, it's a membership. So he's a genius in digital marketing. And I, Joined and I, have been spending um, the last two years with him. Unfortunately, it's been on Zoom because after the very first meeting, so this was November or October of 2019, I think, and then the following January was the first live event. So we we meet monthly on Zoom, but the following January was the first live event. It was co- conveniently in San Diego, which is where I have the place. So I went over there. We spent three days. It was amazing. And then boom you know what happened in march and we haven't met again and so it's been challenging to you guys know just these zoom screens over and over again like so much zoom fatigue it's 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 uh it, it just doesn't light you up the same way you just can't feel the energy of people across the screen that you can when you're live in person although you might be receiving really incredible business tips or advice or you know collaboration with people it just As much as it's so convenient for the world to go online right now and be able to access from anywhere all over the world, I still don't think that there's any substitute for what happens when people get together in person. So we, I mean, Sue did a great job. He was, um, every couple months, instead of doing our live event, because we're supposed to do three or four of them a year, he came in and he put together a very incredible, impressive um, two or three day uh, virtual event for our group. And then every month we do our, our impact um, one hour session that we do first Monday of the month. Um, so this was the first Monday in Orlando that we got back together in person. And a lot of people still didn't, still didn't want to travel, still don't want to come. And some of the group was in places of the world they just couldn't even get in. like People in Canada still can't all get out. And there were some people in Australia and Europe and some people couldn't leave. But we we got together in person, a bunch of us. And <sighs> I just I don't know how to describe it except like heart rips right open and you're just melting around the people who are are with you and just you know sharing not only like I said business tra- strategies and tips but just um lifestyle and love from your heart. So that's 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 what I was doing in Orlando when I messaged Glenn and I'm like, I'm here and I know you're there and I saw your stories and unfortunately I'm gonna watch you walk through security, but I can't actually meet you. So I'm I'm hoping Stu will be here any minute to to um at chat with us. But he is—he's uh, an—he's an online marketing expert, and I'm excited to to bring him into you guys today. If you don't know him, and introduce him. Um, but one of the things that we did when I was in his event this weekend was he introduced us, and you guys should take a peek at him online and see if you can um, see see if you can find him. He introduced us to a guy named Blake Fly, who I'm actually going to bring into the Breakfast with Champions uh, segment with me sometime soon. And Blake is a guy who has an event called Thank You. And so he does it every year in December and it's called Thank You. And now he's doing it li- uh, virtually. So it's called Thank You Live. And we just did these incredible little mini exercises. I don't even think we knew that we were doing them because he brings it to us so brilliantly and and fun. But it's an exercise in just practicing gratitude in your life, which for me has been pretty poignant lately because I don't know how many of you guys have been hanging around me here on the app, but I've just been going through this insane leadership development training program over the last six weeks. And what's been, I guess, showing up for me the most is that relationships and gratitude are the two most important things for me in my life. And it doesn't matter, you know, how many, successful entrepreneurial skills and tips you have. I just don't think that you can be lit up and filled up as much as you can when you have amazing people in your life. And when you have the capacity to be grateful and give thanks for what you have. So It's the G word that I wanted to talk to you guys about today. It's gratitude and my set might sound surprising to some people, but I feel like we all know that cultivating an attitude of gratitude is so good for your mental health and incredible things fly your direction in every capacity when you're giving thanks. But I wanted to know if you guys knew that it has actual physical benefits too. And that's because we are, our bodies and our minds are one super interconnected system. And we often forget this in Western medicine, like our bodies, no offense, Glenn, but they're kind of treated like cars <laughs> and the doctors are the mechanics. And for instance, if you, if you have some type of digestive system, digestive issue, you go to typically a special doctor for that and that doctor may focus on resolving your gut health problem and that that body part only but there's a really strong chance that the issue that you're experiencing in your gut is a result of something else that's going on and I see this all the time do you guys blink your mics if like one day you're feeling like you got emotionally run over by a truck and then the next day you wake up with a sore throat anybody or you feel like you have maybe you overdid it in the gym or you did a long run or you raced a marathon then all of a sudden the next day you know your ankle is tweaked And that inflammation that's screaming at you and your ankle starts to manifest itself somewhere else, like in your hip, or maybe you get a cold, right? Our bodies are these interconnected systems and potentially, where that system manifests or that issue manifests is in your mental or your emotional health. And in fact, there is a ton of research coming out of studies these days about that gut brain access. I know this isn't the health room today, but I'm coming to you of talking to you about this because I really think it's imperative in terms of your business health as well. Because if you aren't in tune with your mental health and your emotional health, you have nothing to give, nothing to show, and your creativity juices do not flow. So it's, there's, there, are, there are tons and tons of examples that, that, that show that people who suffer from gut conditions like IBS also have chronic depression. And that is why treating our bodies like a series of parts to be fixed at one time, it doesn't really work. And yeah, there are times where like one thing and maybe only one thing is the problem, but more often than that, there are multiple things going on. So a holistic approach, meaning that that mind, body, emotions works way better. And people who, getting back to gratitude, people who spend more time practicing gratitude seem to experience fewer aches and pains. Anybody feel that? potentially everywhere. (laughs) I have a little note here that uh, Blake may be hopping on, which will be a super fun surprise if he gets here and he raises his hands. So he's going to love this conversation about gratitude. So anyway, people who spend more time practicing gratitude They have a more, not just optimistic approach on life, but you, if you're, if you're one who practices gratitude, you actually are feeling more appreciative and satisfied yourself, which literally makes your body happy. And it's interesting because I think that a lot of people think about practicing gratitude, like, you know, I'm going to give to someone else. But what happens is is when you practice gratitude, you're also giving back to yourself, which is super, super fun. And I don't know about you guys, but oftentimes when I'm giving, like whether it's like a literally like a physical present to somebody or whether it's words of affirmation or whether it's just a simple thank you, I get lit up, I think, sometimes more than the person who I'm actually giving the words of appreciation or the gratitude to. Blink your mics if you guys agree. You guys watch you guys like like watching other people open up presents on Christmas more than receiving them yourself mm-hmm. right <laughs> and since we know that like ninety five percent of diseases are related to stress, gratitude is actually an amazing antidote to stress so when you're grateful, you have higher self-esteem you have higher let's see we've got higher Blake is in the room now I'm just trying to figure out how to find him he says the hand raising is off can we turn it on for a second somebody so I can like find him in the room and like let him come up Sarah You're what's on? his name I, think
2: I it. I opened it
1: yeah Blake fly Blake you with us I'm searching the for a second. The <laughs> so, Blake, you I was y'all. just i was just like, I'm, I'm sorry to call you out on the spot, but Matt, we're actually waiting for Stu. We're supposed to do it I was talking about my trip to Orlando this last couple of days and how in introducing him and then how grateful I was for that experience. So. Um, and for meeting him, and for being in his mastermind the last couple years, and I just started talking about gratitude, and, I, and then I just couldn't help but mention your name because of the incredible presentation that you did, or experience, I should say, that you created for us a couple of days ago, so I know I'm going to officially bring you in here another time, we'll completely focus on you, and I know you've got your kids on Friday, so it might be hard for you to stay, but I just wanted to say hi, and I wanted to introduce you and have you say hi.
3: Thank you so much, Haley. This is amazing. I'm I'm honored to be here. And yeah, I'm currently feeding our baby little boy squash bananas. So if anybody wants squash bananas, follow me me on Instagram and we'll make that happen somehow. Uh yeah, I'm thrilled because Haley and I met literally seventy-two hours ago virtually and I'm excited just when you run into someone where you have similar values, similar geek out topics like gratitude it's it's a blast so haley thank you for these health hacks about gratitude because i didn't realize i'm gonna live longer based on the way i do life and business so that's really fun and i can't wait to come back for more of this intentionally so I'm not going to keep yapping, but I can if you need me to, but this is awesome.
1: I mean, definitely yap if you want to yap a little bit longer while we wait. I mean, if you have to go, go. But I mean, I would love to hear just we can give people like a little bit of a tease of, you know, what you do, how you practice and even about your live event that you're doing in uh, December. By the way, it was really funny that you just said right now Haley and I met virtually because I forgot we met virtually. Like I thought we met in person. Like that's (laughs) (laughs) happening. That I
3: forget like how-, how to meet people in person. I don't, I, I got to like Google that. So But the that's point funny. is, is
1: like, I just felt like we had such a connection. Well, I had a connection to you. You didn't know I existed for the first probably <laughs> hour. But then once we got on the phone and started chatting, I just felt like we had such a connection that I, I actually feel like I met you.
3: That's super fun. I take that as a high compliment In in these fascinating times in the world. When you feel like you met someone in person in 2021, but you didn't. That's, that's friendship right there. So thank you, Haley. Um, but I guess something just sort of to drop in on. Well, yes, I'm, I'm feeding baby boy here. So if you hear some coos and wiggles, that's what's going on in the background. But once a year, I put something on that's sort of the fastest way to explain what I'm up to in the world, which is once a year, I gather entrepreneurs to experience something called Thank You Live. It's a 55-year event series that I built a few years ago. And why I'm doing 55 years is because it's a practice I never want to miss. It's a chance for entrepreneurs to look back on their year, celebrate their progress, and appreciate their people. And we just send a bunch of thank you cards, video messages, audio messages. It's all virtual, so the world just gets like pings and dings of gratitude all night from the event. But I love that experience because I find a lot of people in the entrepreneurship world they're so forward geared. It's like, what's next? Where am I going? What can I create? And the second they win at something or succeed at something, they're often on the next thing, even though they didn't celebrate the one they just accomplished. So I've just been a nerd on the topic of gratitude and appreciation basically since I was a kid. I mean, when I was 15. I went through my first breakup and I wrote thank you cards to the girl's whole family because I was like, I don't really know how to do this, but I really appreciate having known you people for the last year and a half of my high school life. So, yeah, I love this topic. Really pumped to be here. And Haley, even though we've only talked for like 30 total minutes, I'm pumped for all the collaborations and experiences on our horizon.
1: I am too, and I—I'm I, just wondering if you can. I mean, I'm sure people can feel it if they really think about it. But you know, what happens when those phones start pinging all night? Like, you know, for me, when I when I send out a text like that to somebody, it fills me up to just be able to. And I, this used to be really hard for me, by the way, to tell people how I felt. Like, I think that a lot of us are like, oh, that's so geeky and like nerdy, and like, you know, how am I going to come across if I just. Um, you know, I, I open and expose myself and get that vulnerable. Um, but when I do it, it's almost like I don't give a crap if they respond because I'm just giving and it feels so awesome. So what's it like that night?
3: It's it's funny you ask that because you probably experienced a dose of it when I spoke at the Mastermind this week where when I get people to send live messages, it's tense, because the moment you hit send on an important message you it's out of your control and so even right now like we'll we'll real time this for people that are in the club here so if you can hear my voice right now and are willing to do a 2 minute social experiment just like click your mics for people who are on the stage and we'll see if anybody's actually down for this okay Laura's ready to rock okay Laura buckle yes. your seatbelt okay
1: we have more um, people that can do this come on you guys blink your mics let's all do it
3: Oh, oh, uh oh! There we go, son. there we go. My son there is looking go. at me with banana on his you face. He doesn't know what's about to happen. I think you guys are in. Quash Come on. bananas. Blink
1: your, mics. Blink your mics. Dimple. Todd. Whoa! Todd,
3: whoa! Marcus, whoa! Patricia,
1: Jeff. Whoa! Here's Stu.
3: Oh, here. oh wow! Staff. Look at We this. have.
1: Um, we've got Blake with us. He's doing a social experiment that we're gonna bring you on in a second. Stu, we were just giving <laughs> moments of gratitude to you. <laughs>
3: Too. That's hilarious. Stu, what's yeah, up, man? For it, Just got pulled into this. It's super fun. Okay, yeah. so social experiment time. Stu's an expert at this. He's gone through this one a few times. Haley's gone through this once, but I'm gonna give you seven words that you can put into a text message right now. So uh go into your phone contacts and find one person who's important to you, either personal life or professional life. Just scroll through your contacts on your cell phone. If you can hear my voice, scroll a little bit, find some names, and stop on one person who you think, hey, they're great. So open a text to that person right now, and I'm going to give you seven words to t- to type. Don't hit send, though. Don't hit send. Here are the seven words. I'm also feeding squash banana in real time to my son while doing this. so Those aren't the words. Let's go multitasking. Yeah, th- those aren't the words, but if you want to use those as words, tell me how it goes because I've never tried that experiment. Okay. Here's the words. Hey, I just wanted to say, thanks. Hey, I just wanted to say, thanks. Put those words into a text message. Now don't hit send if you already did. It's okay. But before you hit send, there's like four responses you're going to get back. One of the four, if you send it to them, you're either going to get a response that's confusion, which is like for what you're going to get a concerned response saying, are you okay? or you'll get a sarcastic response saying you're welcome or you won't get a response because people are busy. Now this is a super fast version of this experiment. I usually take like 20 minutes and there's a bunch of people and there's tears and chills and it's funny and tense and hilarious, but we're just going to go rocket fast here. If you want to do this, just hit send on that message right now. And if you hit send blink your mics, and we'll see if anybody actually sent the thank you text message. All right. Cool. That's got some blinking happening. Haley, it's it's happening. The, the ripple effect is, is in motion. I love it.
4: I love
1: it. <laughs> and so oh, now. Yeah, that's it's great. It's great. I love it. Here's, I'm do it again here's,
3: too. here's all you need to do, folks, if you did hit send. All you need to do is at some point today, tell that person one specific way they've impacted your life. Because it is kind of weird to send this out of the blue. Just give them context. Tell them one thing that you appreciate about them. And even blame me. Say, I don't know, some random guy with bananas on Clubhouse told me to do this. Just blame me. And if you use those seven words once a day to one person for the next week, it's a pretty cool game and you'll see the impact. If you use those seven words once a day to somebody in your network every remaining day of your life, the relationship capital you will build is just ridiculousness. So Haley, I'll pass it back to you.
1: Stu's thank in the house. you so Great much you, for coming on, saying hi, making a quick intro, filling us up. We're going to bring him back for sure. It's been awesome to give you this little quick sneak peek and uh, I'm excited to work with you more in the future. So thank you. And uh, now Stu, welcome to the mic. How are hello, you? hello. Hey,
2: thanks for having me. And uh, Blake, I got to tell you, the um, uh, you know, we did that social experiment and uh, there's one more response that I think you need to add to your list, and that is the uh, awkward uh, emoji heart, you know, where the person's not quite sure uh, what this is for, but they want to show love back, but they don't want to say anything uh, either. So I, that's, that was the response that I got. <laughs>
1: not the dot 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 somebody's writing back but they actually haven't completed their response and then they stopped that this the dots stop
2: that's right that's right exactly
3: (laughs) i've added it to the notes thank you Stu. great point
1: (laughs) all right so you guys i i mean Stu. i went off and just really i i went deep and i explained how i met you a couple years ago and you were speaking at amy's stage and how i just walked into the hallway and i was like tell me what he's selling i'll buy anything that he's doing because i just love him you were just such a great storyteller And Stu's actually going to be a speaker at my event on October 12th through 14th, uh, my Uncap Your Income Summit. And the reason I've invited him is because not only does he know how to make a lot of money, but he also knows how to make an impact with his money and so i wanted you to introduce yourself to and of course if anybody's interested in coming to the summit you can dm me on instagram not dm me on instagram the word summit so you can see what that uncap your income summit is all about but sue sue give us a couple words about yourself and tell us what you're going to be talking about tell us about village impact tell us about everything you're doing you've got a lot to say
2: yeah sure so there's basically for me um i first and foremost uh a husband and a dad of two little kiddos, a 10 year old and a seven year old. And I take pride in like walking them to school every day uh, with my wife. And uh, so we just got back from uh, doing that. And, um, you know, you know, a long time ago when I graduated university, I realized that all, all the training that I had gotten, all the education I had gotten at school to send me into the corporate world uh, was the wrong path for me. I felt like a square peg in a round hole. And I don't know if anybody listening has ever been in that situation where you just don't feel like you fit. And that was me. And I realized that going and working, uh, for somebody else was, uh, not, uh, the future for me. And ultimately I started my own business and I had no idea what I was going to do. And I just kept following one thing after the next. And little by little, it began to give me a lot of clarity. And the short version of it is that uh, years ago, I ended up starting a software company to help people create membership sites. And the reason that I was looking to create a software company was because um, I had a business model that didn't work for me. I was working and helping had to change and that's when a friend of mine suggested that I start a membership site because I would be able to teach a whole lot more people and have a whole and uh, have a whole lot more uh, leverage and be able to scale the business but I had knew I knew nothing about it and so I started this was back in 2008 and the technology just wasn't it what it is today and I was getting uh, stumped and confused and caught up on things like HT access files and server settings and blah, blah, blah. It was way over my head. And then a friend of mine, uh, as I was moaning and groaning to him, said, well, why don't we why don't you create your own solution? <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm sitting there moaning and groaning about like how I can't get existing technology to work. There's no way I'm going to be able to program my own. And he said, well, why don't we team up and uh, create a solution? He's like, I've got a programmer that I've worked with for years. So we did that ended up becoming a piece of software called Wishlist member. And that thing just took off. It was like right product, right time. It met a need in the marketplace. And before I knew it, we were serving tens of thousands of uh, online entrepreneurs in all kinds of different markets, helping them create membership sites. And so being behind the scenes of this, I started to learn a whole lot about what was working and what wasn't as it related to growing memberships. And there was this small group of sites that were growing year over year over year. And that's who I centered in on. I was like, what are they doing differently? And they were doing unconventional things as it related to the way they marketed their membership. They were doing unconventional things in terms of the way they structured their membership and delivered content. They were doing all kinds of innovative things to keep retention high. And this is what was leading to them growing year over year over year, versus everybody else who would come out and they'd they'd start well, but then they'd flatline or they'd start to see a decline. And so I got energized by that. And from that point forward, I have shifted a lot of my focus and time and energy to teaching other entrepreneurs how to do the same thing. I eventually sold my interest in that software company and started teaching full-time in 2015. And since then, we've now taught tens of thousands of entrepreneurs how to do the same thing. And uh, And we started another software company called Searchy.io. And the whole focus of that is to really change the game in the way in which we teach and sell and serve, uh, our audiences. So that's the business side. And then the charity side, you know, as we were growing these companies, um, my wife has always had a passion for, uh, travel and has always, uh, gone to, you know, different countries and, uh, uh not the typical path that you would go to when you're traveling to different countries, just to really immerse herself in the culture and the people. And she saw a need, and you know, having a teaching background, she saw a need to help kids specifically in, in uh, developing countries with education. And she really encouraged me and inspired me and uh, to you know get more involved in terms of you know actually going and seeing the kids and the people. And so she took me on a variety of trips, and um, my heart just got cracked wide open. And uh, I saw, thanks to Amy just the importance and the power of entrepreneurship and the impact that we can have. Because at the end of the day, here's what's so exciting about the position that you and I and all of us are in. There's no limits on the amount of money that you or I can make, no limits. And what that makes possible is that it means when you really care about people and causes and and, uh, uh, things that you wanna have an impact on, the more money you make, the more impact you can have. You know, money is a it allows us to do more good in the world. And so I caught I caught the, the the wave and since that point, you know, my wife and I, we ended up creating our own nonprofit called Village Impact and we focused on providing education to kids in rural communities throughout Kenya. And we really centered our focus there because we were very fortunate to uh, meet an amazing woman. Her name is Irene. We call her the Mother Teresa of Africa. She's just this incredible woman who we have partnered with. And with the communities that we serve, it's a really community-led initiative. They, we have you know de- in-depth conversations with them about their needs and what's going on. And then we look to work with them to create schools. And we do it in three phases. The first phase is to make it happen and face. And this is where we identify a community that really needs uh, a school because either their kids are walking eight, nine clim- kilometers one way to school and um, uh, and or a lot of kids just aren't going to school because the schools are so far. And so we, we build a school in these communities. And then the f- second phase is called make it awesome. And this is where we go deeper with those communities and really work with them and identify like what el- what other needs do they have Uh, that we can support them in and that might be you know water it might be a feeding program might be counseling program because a lot of these communities are suffering from a whole lot of trauma Um, it might be solar power all kinds of different needs and so that second phase is all about helping support them in that and then the third phase is called the make it last phase and this is one that we're about to uh, enter And this is where we're really looking to extend the education that we provide beyond just elementary school and high school. And we're beginning to experiment with, you know, helping uh, these students beyond uh, school with entrepreneurship programs and helping them develop the skills to be able to provide for themselves and their families and their communities well beyond uh, their school environment. So it's something that we've been doing for a long time now. We've built 14 schools educating more than 5,000 plus kids and we're about to embark on our most ambitious project yet, which is an all-girls school uh, for more than 600 plus girls. And uh, it's gonna be our biggest one, and uh, we're super stoked and excited, and and that's kind of where we're at.
1: I love it, so good. So, I mean, you know, one of the things that we've talked about a lot, and I've talked about in other rooms before, is like, you know, people feel uncomfortable making money, but like when you can actually kick ass and have the money and the abundance flowing, it's actually incredible what you're able to do and how you're able to contribute and have such a bigger, lasting impact on other people.
2: Oh heck yeah! You know, and like being on the other side of this too, Haley. Like you know, as a nonprofit, what I can tell you is that you know, um, yes, we can contribute our time, and uh, but and that's a great thing to do, and I encourage everybody to do that. But at the end of the day time is limited. You know, we only have so much time. And the fact of the matter is is that we all need to, you know, still uh spend time with, you know, our families and our kids. We we have uh time responsibilities in terms of our own businesses and our livelihood. And so time is very limited. But money is not. And that's what's so fun about being an entrepreneur. It's like there's no limits on the amount of money that you or I can make. And, and all that means is just that we have more to be able to give to the people and causes that we're passionate about. And for me, this light bulb moment happened really the first time that I was in uh, Kenya and we were looking to build our very first school. And I'm talking to the chairman of this uh, community and I'm trying to figure out like how much how much do things cost? We didn't know, we'd never, we'd never built a school before. Like I had no idea. So I'm talking to the chairman and I, I just happened to ask him, I said, how much does it cost to fund the full-time salary of a teacher? And he thought for a moment and he said, it's, uh, it's, it's about a hundred dollars a month. And at the time uh, I still had my first software company and we were selling a single site license of our software for a hundred dollars. And I made this connection and I thought, okay, oh my gosh, like if, if I just make one more sale, of the software and I contribute that to funding the full-time salary of the teacher, like imagine the impact that will have in this community. And then the light bulb went off, which was like, well, hold on, Stewie. What if you make a whole lot more sales and contribute a whole lot more? Like imagine the impact that you can have. And I was really inspired by um, a a gentleman that I uh, learned about who who made a ton of money. He's a multi-billionaire. He was the uh, creator of the Airport Duty Free Shops. And in fact, what I'd encourage everybody to do uh, after the Breakfast with Champions is I'd encourage you to go to YouTube and do a search for The Secret Billionaire. And it's like a mini documentary. It's about 50 minutes long. And it tells the story of this uh, businessman. And uh, um, it's an incredible story. And the punchline is, he made so much money that he initially felt really guilty about it, so he started giving it away secretly. But then when he turned 75, he realized this was really an opportunity to also inspire other entrepreneurs. And so he started sharing his story, and he started talking about the fact that his goal was to give away all of his and then he died. And he succeeded in that. And last year, um, last October, he had given away all of his money. He kept $2 million for him and his wife. And he'd given away more than uh, causes and schools and communities that he was passionate about helping. And when I look at that, I just think, oh, my gosh. Like, think of the legacy of this one particular person who just had the capability to be able to make money and then had the heart to be able to serve so many with it. And so making money, it's a Skill set to have because you can do so much good with that money. And so since then, you know, Amy and I, we have, um, you know, made a pact and a goal for us where to uh, essentially inverse the traditional tithing. Which uh, traditional tithing is like, you know, you keep ninety percent and give away ten percent. But what if, what if you flipped that? What if you gave away ninety percent and lived off ten percent? And that's not to say that you necessarily, you know, are, you know, uh, scraping by like whatever your lifestyle takes to make, like, let's say, let's just use simple math. Let's say that it costs a million dollars a year to live your ideal lifestyle. Okay. That means that the business then needs to make 10 million, or let's say that your ideal lifestyle is $2 million a year. Okay. That means the business needs to make 20 million, but that's the beauty about what we get to do as entrepreneurs is there's no limits. So This is the goal that Amy and I are striving towards. We're not there yet, but every year we inch closer and closer to it. And I just think that uh, being an entrepreneur is just a gift. It is a true gift. And uh, I I just want to use that gift to serve as many people as I can.
1: Yeah, and you know – whether you're giving money or you're giving time or you're giving your heart i mean it's all it's all good it's all good, and you know one of the one of the uh first times I had the opportunity to experience what you're talking about, Stu is I went on a trip myself to Haiti about i don't know eight years ago haiti's one of the most depressed places in the world right now, and what we did is we went in there and it was so incredible like i, I don't, I'm like, oh my God, don't cry right out, but these these villagers had um they had no water. And they had no schools and they had no anything. And so what we had did is we volunteered and we brought a massive um, crew in there. And with our money that we had raised, we built a well so that these people didn't have to walk three miles each direction every day to gather water, which was, by the way, unpotable, and then try to clean it and then drink it and then walk back. And we, when we turned on the water for the first time... They, they they couldn't believe
4: it, mm-hmm. and they,
1: they thought it was just for that afternoon.
4: Mm.
1: And they realized that they were going to have water in their village indefinitely. Like you, I mean the the expressions on their face and the gratitude was unbelievable. And then I went and I've been doing trips like that every single year. So um, the last year and a half, not so much. But right before COVID hit, we went to Kenya, mm-hmm. and we. Built schools too. Like, literally went in there and built schools. And these children come out and they're wearing like their Sunday best clothes and I mean they're dirty they're not showering they don't have the means that we have but they're dressing up and they're doing their hair and they're creating all of these dances of gratitude for us and singing and I mean I just have ma- a massive amount of video content on my phone of people taking pictures and, and video shooting and me you know holding their hands and just like tears literally streaming down my face cuz I was so grateful to share this experience with them so whatever you're doing you know however you're giving back in my opinion you can't give too much ever right mm. and um, I just love what you're talking about. I love what you're about. I love you. I love being able to spend time with you. I love being in your group. I love everything you're teaching in your business and to other people. I love to let you give freely from your heart with all your entrepreneurial tips. I'm so grateful for you for coming and speaking at the summit. That I'm hosting October 12th through 14th. So again, you guys, if you want to hear Stu and any of these people that, I, that I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, DM me on Instagram, the word summit, not on Clubhouse because I don't check the messages here, but on, on Instagram, the word summit. And then and the summit is free by the way, and you'll have access to over 25 amazing humans like Stu, who are going to show you how to number one, let the money flow. Like he said, there's ne- there's not there's there's no limit to your potential. There's no limit to how much money you can be making. But also the incredible things that some of these people like Stu are doing with their money. Now, I want to open up. I know we only have a couple of minutes left, um, but I want to open it up and see if anybody's got any questions for Stu on the stage. So, can you guys, like, Todd? You want to say? Hey, yeah. Yeah. I, it's it's not a question,
2: but. I mean, oh my god the the chills that I have on my arms listen and the tears that I have for listening to this uh, this conversation um who does that? who reverse engineers tithing and and puts themselves in a position to give away ninety percent and live off the of ten I mean, I've never heard that, and how how could we possibly you know, meet these type of people, except for this type of app and and the connections that we have. So I'm just thankful. That's all. I don't have any questions. I'm just calling out pure gratitude for being in the right place to listen to that this morning. What a
1: great share. Thank you, Stu. And just being in the right place in general, when you show up on Clubhouse in the right rooms, like I think that what we have been able to experience, although many of us can say that time that, that, you know, being on here can be a little bit of a time suck. Um, What I've been able to experience is people like you, Todd, like people like Stu, people like Dr. Anise who just popped up, people like David, people like Scott, um, people like Ashley. Ashley's, by the way, speaking at the summit too. People like Blake, people like Dimple, people like BJ. I mean, it's unbelievable how many hearts are on this app right now. And I'm grateful for you guys. Glenn, of course, you. Hey, Haley, may I add? uh-huh
2: this is mark in the black down here i'm actually a preacher's kid and uh, my dad was the pastor and i'm not going to mention the pastor's name i attended his church in southern california but his his thing was he lives on 10 percent of his uh income and ties 90 percent of his uh you know money from his book sales and one thing i learned from that pastor was if christians were debt free debt-free just imagine how much more we could give to the church and the kingdom this is mark in the black
4: hey haley this is Anne. way down in the bottom can i add yeah for sure okay well first thank you so much for bringing stu here and all that you shared and stu i hope you do remember me because i remember you being that way Uh, I remember you and Amy getting engaged. So the giver that you are, the brilliance that you have, it was there. And I, the combination of you and Amy together, that, that inspired what you're doing is just amazing. So my question for you is how do we tap into the aspect of ourselves that that gives freely? Because you surround yourself with people who do give freely. What is it that we should look at? What's the first step that says, yes, I can do something big. And it doesn't feel overwhelming. So you go for it. I so appreciate you, my friend. And great to hear from you, buddy. Blast from the past. Um, so great question.
2: I, you know, I'm a little bit biased in my response. So just know that up front. <laughs> because I want to encourage everybody to go get my wife's book. Uh, because this is exactly what she uh talks about in the book she just released it this year Uh, to passion sorry passion to purpose and um in the book she talks about how to take the things that you're passionate about and to use them to do more good in the world and at the end of the day and like you know we when we started our nonprofit, we had no uh, idea in terms of where we were going, how we would do it or anything of that nature. And for the most part, I wouldn't recommend that actually people go and start a nonprofit or do those things because it's like a whole nother business and it's actually there's layers and layers of complication that that make it really tricky. Existing nonprofits that um, you know are doing the kind of work and helping the kind of uh, people and causes that you're passionate about. And I would look to align myself with them And then what I would look to do is I'd look to find a way that you can incorporate giving automatically into your business model. And I'll give you an example of this. So I'm in the uh, membership and subscription world. This is my jam. This is what we do. We have it in our business. This is what we teach others to do in their business. And one of the things that we do in our company is we contribute one month of membership our nonprofit, Village Impact. So just to put that into perspective, that's like hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, but it's woven right into the business model. And why that works is that, you know, we're as a team very motivated and incentivized to continuously grow that. Uh, And the team is motivated to grow it because we know the more we grow that, the more impact we're going to have. And then similarly, what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying to begin creating a framework whereby other uh, entrepreneurs that we teach and help that have memberships and subscriptions want to do the same thing. It's like that one month pledge. And I'll give you other examples of how other businesses have done this. Uh, Not necessarily maybe the the one month pledge, but they've done it in their own way. And this is what I'm encouraging. So I just got, um, I just literally came back from picking up a check Uh, for our nonprofit and it was a big old check. It was $205,000 and it came from Russell Brunson and Todd Dickerson who own ClickFunnels. And what they did right from day one was they said, we will donate $1 for every funnel that gets launched uh, using our uh, system to Village Impact. And so every single year they have contributed And every single year, those checks have gone up and up and up. And it's just woven right into the fabric of their business. And I I love that. I'll give you another example. Um, uh, Casey Hope, she has a membership. And the way in which she contributes is she says, every time a member joins her membership, they will donate a meal to kids in Haiti. And they've donated tens of thousands of meals as a result of it being woven right into the business model. So my, my encouragement to everybody is like, we all want to give big. I, I know you're on this uh, uh, Breakfast with Champions because you, you do have a heart. And oftentimes we get discouraged because we think that the only way to give is when we have tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. And it's just not true. What I would encourage you to do is, I'd encourage you to weave it into your business right from the get go, and it becomes a habit. It just becomes part of you, it becomes who you are. And so, therefore, as the business grows, so does your contribution. And that's the magic sweet spot, in my opinion. So, step number one definitely go pick up uh, Amy's book. It's called uh, Passion to Purpose. Uh, you'll see her beautiful uh, picture right on the front cover. Um, It's a book about how to take the things that you're passionate about and use them to do more good in the world. It's the whole play-by-play framework um, and that is step number one. Step number two is just begin mulling about and thinking about how can you incorporate it right into the fabric of the business? So that as the business grows, so does the contribution and it's automatic and when that happens, that's when uh everything starts to grow everything starts to blossom and so does your business and so does the contribution and people people love doing business with people who are doing more good and so one of the mistakes that i have made Anne, in the past is that i have shied away from talking about how we are contributing as a company. I was kind of like, I, you know, I'm not doing it for the fanfare. I'm not doing it for the accolades or anything of that nature. I, it was a private thing and I just, I kept it very private. But what I learned is that people want to do business with people that are doing good. And what I learned is that it inspires others, just others, just in the way that I was inspired by the secret billionaire uh, um, documentary that I saw. And so what I learned from this process is that, you want to weave it into the fabric of the business and you want to share it with your audience and with your clients and your customers because it will attract more people to you which enables you then to do more good so don't keep it close uh, to the chest be proud of the fact and remember that it is a way in which you're going to attract more people and therefore be able to do more good because it's woven into the very fabric of what you do so hopefully there are some nuggets uh, there, Ann, but great to hear from you. And uh, hopefully it helps.
4: Stu, not nuggets, those were boulders. And I actually DM'd you because there is something I do want to share with you. It's wonderful to see you. Well, wonderful to hear you. And thank you so much, Glenn, for se- setting this up for us. And Haley, thank you so much for bringing Stu up in there. It's just been a lot of pleasure. Thank you.
1: Yeah, you guys, he's amazing. And I wish that we had had, you know, more time with him. I know that Scott is up next. So I'm going to give a huge shout out to Stu. And maybe if we have more time, we'll bring him back another time for a little bit more than 30 minutes. Stu, thank you so much. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And we'll talk more about giving back and gratitude on the app, I've got my room every every day after the breakfast of the championships uh, ends. So make sure you punch me in the face here and give me a follow for the Habit Hackers Club. And if you wanna see Stu or any of the other amazing peep, peeps, um, DM me on Instagram, please.
4: Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you wanna catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday, Saturday, six to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.